BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Of course, accountability has always been the hallmark of military service. Critics are wondering why the former general and head of U.S. Central Command did not notify the White House he would be under anesthesia and unable to take calls when he went under the knife. Nobody at the White House knew that Secretary Austin had prostate cancer until this morning. Is this what it seems to be at face value? Which is a dude forgot to call into work and say he'd be out for a few days. <laughs> if the dude in question is the Secretary of Defense of a superpower. I mean, it's not like he's Panama's Secretary of Defense. I'm not sure what Panama's defending itself against, but it should have one. Anyway, uh, this is the guy's the sec def of a superpower. Goes under the knife, has some complications, is in the ICU for days. Nobody has any idea where he is or what's going on, including the White House, which is just astounding. And as more comes out, and it was a prostate cancer uh, procedure. And what's interesting is that it was held, uh, they, they got it done very quickly after the biopsy. And I have a good friend who's a urologist, and I asked him about that. And he said, that's highly unusual because y- usually you want to let everything heal from the biopsy before you do the operation. Because if you don't, it, um, it, it makes it more likely that you'll have complications. That's grossly oversimplified, but it, that's that's what I got. Um, and so I said, why would anybody be that hasty? Was it a severe case? Or he said, no, usually, in his experience, it's people who don't want other people to know. 
So they feel like, let's just get this done right away, Um, which is an interesting attitude. I've known people who, when confronted with cancer, and prostate cancer is an extremely survivable cancer. Not in 100% of the cases. Uh, People die of it um, because it can run wild before you know you have it, and and we all know what cancer does. But um, generally speaking, you can live with prostate cancer, get treated for it, and live a long, happy life. Generally speaking. Um, so anyway, uh, it's uh, what I was uh, going to say is there are some people who don't want to talk about what they're going through. I have uh, uh, one good friend who has been dealing with, uh, had been dealing with a blood cancer. It seems to be in remission. He's doing great. But he was the sort of guy who would never breathe a word to anybody. Completely private. 100%. Nobody needing to know. Actually, I've had a couple of friends like that. And I have other friends who are more of my style. And, hey, we're friends. This is what being a friend is about. Here's what I'm going through. Thanks for your support. But, you know, that's up to you. It's the way you're made, the way you're brought up, whatever. I don't judge. Um, so is it possible that Lloyd Austin is a big tough, scrappy, uh, career military guy just to, nobody needs to know, I'll just get this done and get back to work. Yeah, that's entirely possible, and that's fine, I get that. Uh, But being the Secretary of Defense, it's, uh, it just ain't right. And I've heard some people suggest, well, people need to be more open about men's health and prostate health and that sort of thing and not be embarrassed about it. I don't know, if you're in the military, you're crapping in front of other guys for years as you rise up through the ranks. I, I doubt it was that. But whatever it is, it's odd and speaks to a lack of discipline or organization or awareness or coherence or something in the Biden administration. Um, And what's interesting is that uh, even the lefty media is, is shouting, what the hell is this? And the way they phrased it on a couple of the alphabet networks uh, last couple of nights is that um, the secrecy, the cover up, the hiding of it. uh, And I think that's probably legitimate. It's odd anyway. But I thought uh, Peter Ducey. His exchange with John Kirby was kind of interesting. Um, Well, I'll just let Peter speak for himself. 65, please, Michael. If the administration is going to go to such great lengths to keep secrets about the defense secretary's health, how can anybody be certain that the administration would not go to the same lengths to keep secret problems with President Biden's health in the future? If, If you could logically argue, and you can't, but if you could logically argue that the administration... He's wait, 81 wait, years old. Wait a second. Just give me a second What's here, bub. There? I'll get there. If, if the administration made some sort of Machiavellian effort uh, across the board to, to, to keep this from getting public, then I think your question has merit and, and certainly is a fair one. I don't think it's a fair one because that's not what happened here, Peter. What happened here is the Secretary of Defense, uh, for whatever reason, I can't answer the question why, uh, that information wasn't shared, wasn't shared widely in the department, and it worse? certainly wasn't shared with you the United States. It's, it's not good. It's certainly not good, which is why, again, we want to learn from this. Yeah, I get uh, Kirby is so much better than KJP. I mean, he is a major leaguer compared to a rookie ball player. Um, but, uh, yeah, I guess they didn't cover it up. It was incompetence, not malfeasance. And, and that's what Kirby said in his delightfully passive language. Um Major General Patrick Ryder, who's the Pentagon spokesman, uh, said this in 67. I think, again, we recognize the need to be better when it comes to transparency. Uh, and as a senior DOD public affairs official, I will work very hard with our senior staff to make sure that we're doing uh, 
due diligence and, and meeting the standard that the public expects and is communicated very loudly throughout this process. The reason these people age like dogs and they only last about a year in most administrations, sometimes two years, is they're constantly run up the flagpole or put in front of cameras being asked to defend the indefensible. I mean, the, the major general there, who I'm sure is a man of substance and intelligence, he, what he wanted to say was, I got no freaking idea why the sec def wouldn't say anything. Strikes me as insane. I tell him when I'm going to be out. He doesn't tell the president? Yeah, I don't know. You better ask him. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sure he wanted to. Then here's Leon Panetta, who has served uh, both sides of the aisle in various administrations. Yeah, I know he's accepted full responsibility. I know he understands that he could have done a better job here. Uh, that's important. But it, it, it has to be made clear, not just to him, but other key cabinet members, that when they face this kind of situation, the White House and the president need to be quickly informed. <sighs> There's no chance Joe Biden's the president ever again. Uh, I don't I don't think he's going to run, as I've made clear. He will not be the nominee in November. Uh, run the state back if I'm wrong. I'm wrong, you know, regularly, but I don't think I am in this case. Um, they're just, they're incompetent. They're utterly incompetent. The border, incompetence. Withdrawal from Afghanistan. Egregious, deadly, horrifying, embarrassing, expensive incompetence. Department after department. This debacle, this is just strange. It probably doesn't mean much, ultimately, but it's just a sign of disarray. Anyway, uh, Gavin Newsom waiting in the wings, as Jack mentioned. He's uh, vacationing with Bill Clinton. Boy, what do the two of them have to talk about? Uh, more on that to come. Quick word from our friends at HelloFresh. Say hello to your most delicious year yet with HelloFresh. Get fresh ingredients and chef-crafted recipes at a price you like delivered right to your door. Don't let meal boredom keep you from reaching your 2024 goals. You know how it is. Oh, this again. Ugh. Look to HelloFresh's wholesome health-forward options, including over 30 calorie-smart and protein-smart recipes each week. It's not one size fits all. They've got all sorts of choices. If you've resolved to actually sit down and eat dinner around the table with the family because that's so important, what about those nights when your schedule's packed? Well, turn to HelloFresh's lineup of quick and easy meals, including their 15-minute recipes designed to help minimize mealtime stress. Just choose your recipe's selected delivery date, and HelloFresh handles the meal planning and the shopping so you don't have to love HelloFresh. We've been subscribers for years now. Join HelloFresh today. Get free breakfast for life with the code Armstrong Free at HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong Free. That's one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. Use the code Armstrong Free at HelloFresh.com slash Armstrong Free. Next segment, I hope you will find interesting a lot of consumery uh, information and news stories. Uh, just stuff that directly affects your pocketbook. Oh, wait a minute. Did this damn website do this? Unbelievable. How does this happen? I'm just about to launch into a screed, a good screed, too, about this uh, detransitioner young woman who is suing the American Academy of Pediatrics for, and, and it's kind of a familiar tale if you've been listening to this show, she says she showed up with multiple psychological problems, She's an adolescent girl. She's terrified of puberty and the rest of it and uh, depression. And, and I can't remember the specifics, but so she shows up and the activist, uh, quote unquote, mental health professionals 
start asking her questions about uh, does sometimes she not feel like a woman or doesn't want to be a woman. You're probably transgender. And as usual, she said the depth of analysis of her actual problems was about a quarter of an inch, and she was whisked along a high-speed conveyor belt and never questioned. And before she knew it, she was being fed chemicals and hormones and, and uh, given unalterable procedures that will affect her for the rest of her life. And she's suing the American Academy of Pediatrics for its policies on this sick, sick topic. Um, so good for her. We'll, we'll find that article again and, and bring the facts to you. Sometimes I don't know exactly how, uh, well, it doesn't matter which web browser I'm using, but it's not working properly. Also, speaking of science, why do people have sex? Yeah, I know. Uh, researchers have found 237 different reasons people have sex. Uh, it's just really a couple that I can think of, but I'm not a sex researcher. Well, I'm kind of a sex research hobbyist, but I, I don't have a degree in it. So anyway, pocketbook issues, dinner table stuff coming up next. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Struggling to figure out how to structure this segment. There's so much I want to cram in in limited time. Came across this column from Steve Greenhut, who's a terrific writer. This happened to be published in the OC Register. Um, but uh, he mentions his favorite social media post in recent weeks from an engineer in Seattle. Uh, is it, it seems nutty, but it's really quite insightful. Quote, we don't talk enough about how insane aluminum foil is. Imagine telling, imagine telling some ancient person we have so much abundance in our time that we use very thin metal as a disposable paper-like wrapping, and it essentially costs nothing. And I know, I know, aluminum foil, who cares? But then he points out that... Uh, the history of aluminum notes that it used to be more valuable than gold. For instance, the National Park Service explained that in 1884, the U.S. government wanted to have a precious metal cap for the Washington Monument, so it chose aluminum. The same, you know, substance you use to cover up, you know, Chinese takeout leftovers. Um, 
And and the title of the column, which I think is so good, is these are the best of times, so let's all stop complaining. Now, I would argue that there are certain things to either complain about or or I would put it work to resist. There are problems that need to be solved, but Steve's just urging us to have a little perspective. And his... uh, his point was, you know, your your leftovers, for instance, he refers to. At the above-mentioned dinner, we had so much food of the quality that would have suited a pope, an emperor, or a king, that it was almost embarrassing. I know inflation is taking its toll, groceries are pricier, but our middle-class family enjoyed prime rib, ham, fine wine, all the trimmings, pastries from an artisanal bakery. The main complaint I've heard from friends was that they had so much food they didn't know what to do with it. Spending time on social media can distort one's perspective, but I've nevertheless been reading an endless array of nitpicking complaints about every real and imaginary problem. This, there ought to be a law mentality, has gotten out of hand with many people moaning about every aspect of life that doesn't operate to perfection or every endeavor that doesn't benefit benefit everyone equally it's as if we've forgotten that everything has costs and benefits and then he gets into just the human nature of being nitpicky first world problems and how if you look at a hundred years ago to now thanks to the free market thanks to freedom in general we've come enormous distances in terms of standard of living and health and life expectancy and nutrition and safety and just everything. My God, the system we have in the United States of America and other places, the Western world, is so successful. And the colleges are trying to get rid of it. Lunatics. The Western world has been so incredibly successful nobody appreciates how successful it is anymore. <laughs> We're that good. We're a baseball team that wins 159 games a year. And those three games we lose, people are like, what the hell went wrong? This team sucks. The Western world's a miracle. We ought to be grateful for it every day. Moving along. Occasionally, we run into problems like this one. Buying home and auto insurance is becoming impossible. Wall Street Journal, huge losses from national disasters prompt the industry to jack up prices and pull back from some markets. Worst possible scenario, quote-unquote, for consumers. Ooh, the old WPS, worst possible scenario. They mentioned Allstate suffered billions of dollars in losses, failed to get the rate increases it wanted from various state regulators. They mentioned New Jersey, New York, California, and said they resorted to the nuclear option. The insurance giant threatened last fall to stop renewing auto insurance for customers in three states that hadn't given in to its demands, which would have left those policyholders scrambling for coverage, so the states blinked. New Jersey approved auto rate increases for all state, averaging 17%. New York, 15%. Regulators in California allowing all state to boost auto rates by 30%, but still haven't decided on its request for a 40% increase in home insurance rates after the insurer refused to write new policies. Now, Gavin Newsom and his fake socialist friends would claim that it's it's price gouging. 
It's these greedy corporations. No, they're losing billions of dollars. Insurers are actually coming off their one of their worst years in history, some of their worst years in history. And of course, NPR is going to tell you it's climate change. It's all it's climate change. That's it. That's the whole explanation is evil, evil climate change. Well, yeah, it's been a bad couple of years for storms and wildfires. It comes up, it goes down, and if there's climate change at work, that's fine. That's the reality of it. Um, but it also has to do with Many, many homes being built in areas at risk of fire. More people want to live in the woods. More people want to live on the lake. More people want to live on the coast. More people want to live in Florida, etc. And as inflation has mounted, the cost of repairing or replacing cars and homes has skyrocketed. And so all of the math has changed. But at any rate, um, you know, this is like, yeah, we know to anybody who's tried to renew their policy in many, many American states. Said Barry Gilway, 52-year veteran of the industry who retired in 2023 as Florida's Citizens Property Insurance head, uh, statewide created insurer, last resort. He said, I've never seen the overall market this bad. Um, and we could we could get into the nitty gritty of how the companies and the governments uh, are are probably going to react, but something's got to change. So if you've been struggling uh, to renew, yeah, everybody knows it, everybody's aware of it, and uh, and everybody's trying to figure out what to do. Uh, so this uh, article I came across: an iPhone fell from the Alaska Airlines flight and still works. Scientists explain how, and they go to Dave Rakestraw, senior scientist at Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory in California. I mean, this dude, top of the heap scientist, he's he's, he's five times as smart as any of us, and he explains: number one, terminal velocity. High school students know about that. An object falls until it, it, it reaches terminal velocity. It doesn't increase in speed. It just keeps falling at that speed. Second thing he points out is that it probably landed somewhere soft. Uh, wait a minute. We had to go to the head of Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory to explain to us, yeah, it probably landed somewhere really soft. That's how it survived. <laughs> okay, thank you, doctor. Coming up. Hunter Biden, shocking surprise appearance on Capitol Hill. What's he trying to pull? We'll explain. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Really say goodbye to 
So this story is so crazy. We'll get into it in a second. Um, I'm looking at an email from Jim, and it uh, said he enjoyed hearing about our Euro vacation, my wife and I, because they're planning something similar. And I'm reminded that uh, I need to give a shout out to Chris and his family who are uh, A&G listeners, at least some of them, and were on the very same very small river cruise Judy and I were, and we had no idea. He had no idea who I was and blah, blah, blah. Um, and we actually met in the elevator in a hotel room and chatted briefly and went our separate ways. Then I saw them on the boat. They saw me on the boat, but never had any idea. But anyway, um, so uh, it was it was good to meet you, and thanks for the emails, Chris. Anyway, um, the other thing Jim points out, the main topic of his his uh, email is whenever you guys talk about Hunter Biden, specifically his refusal to respond to the congressional subpoenas, it's worth noting another example of life in Merrick Garland's archipelago, the treatment of Peter Navarro, Trump trade advisor. And Navarro is a little over the top for me. He's 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 Trumpier than Trump, but that's fine. Um, I, I only point that out because it's not like I'm some giant Peter Navarro fan. I think he's interesting. Every time he opens his mouth, he says something notable. But um, on June, uh, in June of 22, a grand jury impaneled in the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia indicted Navarro on two counts of contempt of Congress. Uh, very same stuff that uh, Hunter's looking at. Count one of the indict, uh, indictment alleged Navarro refused to comply with a subpoena to produce documents. Eric Holder, anybody? Count two alleged refusal to comply with a subpoena for testimony. Hunter Biden, anybody? Under the applicable law, blah, 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 code this, that, and the other, each count is a misdemeanor punishable by up to one year imprisonment, all right? Navarro was uh, arrested by deputy U.S. marshals at Reagan National Airport as he was abort about to board a plane to Nashville. In documents released days after the arrest, the FBI denied claims Navarro and his allies had made in the media, including that he was de denied the right to call an attorney, deprived of food and water, and that he'd been pulled off the plane. Navarro said he'd been shackled, but the FBI mentioned only that he'd been handcuffed, that he had called the agent's kind Nazis. A U.S. district judge signaled that he agrees that the treatment of Navarro at the outset of the criminal case was, quote, unreasonably harsh, noting that the government didn't even offer self-surrender to Navarro. As Jim points out, so Navarro committed the exact same crime, quote-unquote, as Hunter, but the treatment arrest and everything else is entirely different. Even the judge noted his treatment was unreasonably harsh. Department of Justice? Yeah. And he signs off, K-L-T-O-T-B-D-O-E-P-T-P, -E -P -P. keep launching torpedoes of truth, but don't over-egg the pudding. Thank you for that, Jim. Which brings us to today. House Oversight Committee holding a hearing. Everybody looks around, says, uh, wait a minute. Why the hell is Hunter Biden sitting here? That's right. Unannounced, uninvited, and unanticipated. Hunter Biden was sitting there in the hearing room at the House Oversight Committee, and we've got some audio of how it went from there. Uh, it's uh, James Comer, and then you're going to hear Nancy Mace of South Carolina. Mr. Chair recognizes Ms. Mace from South Carolina. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, uh, Chairman Comer. Um, first of all, my first question is who bribed Hunter Biden to be here today? That's my first question. Um, second question, you are the epitome of white privilege, coming into the Oversight Committee, spitting in our face, ignoring a congressional subpoena to be deposed. What are you afraid of? You have no balls to come up here and... M Mr. Chairman, point of inquiry. 
Mr. Chairman, um, if the, the gentle if the gentle lady wants to hear from Hunter Biden, we can hear from him right now, Mr. Chairman. Let's take a vote and hear from Hunter Biden. What are you afraid of? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Order, order, order. Are women allowed to speak in here or no? Are women allowed to speak in here or no? Did you keep interrupting me? I'll interrupt the chairman. I don't know that he's a lady. Wow. So that was uh, Democrat Jared Moskowitz, uh, who leapt in there, uh, breaking the rules and shouting down Nancy Mace. Nancy Mace, uh, let's be honest here, throwing a white privilege card out there. I think that was half sarcastic. Then claiming that Moskowitz was interrupting her because she was a woman. I'm not sure I'm down with that. You seem to be a capable gal. Just go after him. You don't have to play the I'm a woman card. Anyway, but so Moskowitz is such an annoying dude. Oh, my Lord. Uh, So I'm sorry. What was that charge specifically? Uh, 56, Michael? Hunter Biden wasn't afraid to sell access to Joe Biden to the highest bidder when he was in elected office. He wasn't afraid to trade on the Biden brand, peddle influence, and share those ill-gotten gains with members of his family, including Joe Biden. He wasn't afraid to compromise the integrity of the presidency and vice presidency by involving Joe Biden in shady business deals with our foreign adversaries. But Hunter Biden, you were too afraid to show up for a deposition. And you still can't today. Um, I believe that Hunter Biden should be held completely in contempt. I think he should be hauled off to jail right now. And uh, and uh, treated like Peter Navarro at the very least. Uh, what, what, all right, the, the numbers on the clips keep changing, Michael. Do you see 56? You have no balls. Wow, so, wow, she plays a white privilege card? A I'm a woman card? And accuse Hunter, accuses Hunter Biden of balllessness. Now, that's some strong stuff. Uh, let's see. All right. Who? Oh, gosh. All right. Because things were proceeding too smoothly, let's bring in Marjorie Taylor Greene to weigh in on this. 58. Gentlemen, time's expired. Chair, recognize Ms. Greene from Georgia for five minutes. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, excuse me, Hunter. Apparently, you're afraid of my words. Uh, here <laughs> oh, I like to reclaim my time, Mr. Chairman. Hunter gets up and flees the room. <laughs> wow, that's too bad. I think it's clear and obvious for everyone watching this hearing today that Hunter Biden is terrified of strong conservative Republican women because he can't even face my words as I was about to speak to him. What a coward. What a go, uh, MTG. Yeah, I agree with her. That was well done. Uh, they could have thrown in recent developments in the sale of his many half-million-dollar paintings. Turns out two-thirds of the people who bought them are major Democratic donors, and that it's highly likely that Hunter, or at least somebody in the Biden family, knew exactly who was buying those paintings. It's ab- absolutely a bribe. It's the old man saying, hey, my boy uh, spent all his money on crack and hookers and is getting busted for tax stuff. Uh, can you fork over half a million dollars each to bail him out, please? And then I'll do you favors from the White House. They said, yeah, absolutely. We'll buy his art. Which is not bad, but it's not, you know, half-million-dollar art, please. Anyway, uh, they could have brought that up, but they didn't. Uh, let's see. So uh, uh, the deal is, as uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene started to speak, Hunter Biden and his attorney, Abby Lowell, 
um, who, you know, Abby Lowell, if, 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 if John Wilkes Booth had shot Lincoln in the head and then leapt into Abby Lowell's arms there on the stage of the Ford's Theater, I'm sure Abby Lowell would have stopped the play and said, my client is innocent. He was trying to stop the real assassin and just wrested the gun out of his hands just after it was fired. And my, in fact, my client is the victim here. This guy is a very smart, very capable, very expensive lawyer who is willing to say absolutely anything, no matter how mockable, to save his client's guilty ass. But uh, here is Abby Lowell in the hallway with some reporter or another uh, trying to make his case. Please, I'll answer your question if you be quiet and let me make a statement, okay? What crack do you normally smoke, Mr. Biden? Let me start again. Hunter Biden was and is a private citizen. Despite this, Republicans have sought to use him as a surrogate to attack his father. <laughs> okay. See, I hadn't actually heard uh, all of this in advance. How much crack do you use, Mr. Biden? Come so. On. Abby Lowell is trying to make his prepared, expensive lawyer statement to try to get his plainly guilty client out of at least some measure of the trouble he's in up to his ears. Um, and he's got some wise-ass, probably website uh, reporter guy throwing that in their faces. Next clip. What are you going to do in the House? Last fall, Chairman Comer made an explicit offer to conduct that people like Hunter and had, like him, the option to attend a deposition or a public hearing, whichever they chose. Hunter chose a hearing where Republicans could not distort, manipulate, or misuse that testimony. Okay, man, you have to unpack that. You almost need uh, two discrete stereo channels, one in your left ear, one in your right, to hear it all. So Abby Lowell there is trying to make the point that, and come on, we're adults here. They gave Hunter the choice to do this or that, to testify, and we chose this. Yeah, you showed up unannounced to do a publicity stunt, and Lowell's trying to pretend that that's, oh, yeah, we came to testify. We're voluntarily testifying. Yeah, that's not how it works, and of course you know it, so hilarious. Meanwhile, the uh, the reporter who we're working to identify is saying, yeah, when are we going to see a no-knock raid like they did with Roger Stone for contempt of Congress? When are they going to treat him like Peter Navarro, blah, blah, like we were talking about before? So, um, wow, what a zoo. What a circus. I'm, th I'm noodling through why they would do that right now. Is there another shoe that's about to drop in the Hunter Biden case that I'm not familiar with? I, I have a feeling there is because I felt like maybe it was just because I was on vacation for a while, but I felt like the whole Hunter Biden thing had kind of simmered down a little bit. But wow, it's back on. It is back on. I love that, though. I, I really liked uh, was that Nancy Mace's second uh, statement. Let's hear that again. Fifty seven, Michael. Hunter Biden wasn't afraid to sell access to Joe Biden to the highest bidder when he was in elected office. He wasn't afraid to trade on the Biden brand, peddle influence, and share those ill-gotten gains with members of his family, including Joe Biden. He wasn't afraid to compromise the integrity of the presidency and vice presidency by involving Joe Biden in shady business deals with our foreign adversaries. But Hunter Biden, you were too afraid to show up for a deposition. And you still can't today. Um, I believe that Hunter Biden should be held completely in contempt. I think he should be hauled off to jail right now. 
Yeah, but a men's jail or a woman's jail because, of course, the, the accusation now. You have no balls. So which one does he go to? <sighs> Depends what state he's in. Different, different answer in California than Idaho. Uh, anyway, uh, well, kudos to Nancy Mace. I criticized her a little bit for playing the woman card. And I think, again, the white privilege thing was a little bit sarcastic, but... That was that had to be off the top of her head because nobody was expecting uh, Hunter Biden to be there. That was a really well ad libbed indictment of him. Nice job, Nancy Mace, the cutie from South Carolina. All right, wow, craziness on the hill. Uh, let's see, what are we going to do when we come back? We got a lot of uh, good stuff to get to. Oh, you know what? People are scumbags. The Number of fraudulent returns of uh, products is just stunning. And it, you know, brings to mind the whole utopian people just steal because they're desperate because of capitalism and racism. No, people steal because they're scumbags. Because human beings have always been, tended to be scumbags, some of them. Unless you put enough disincentives in their way that they decide to abandon their scumbaggery. A great example of that coming up next. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. That was a Canadian woman setting the Guinness Book of World Records record for nose flute volume at 44.1 decibels. What's a nose flute? I had to look it up. There are a couple of different versions of it. It doesn't matter. Here's my question. When did the Guinness Book get so stupid? <laughs> nose flute volume? Really? If you want to know more about most flutes and those flutes, uh, consult your local internet. 
You know, I think there's a theme that I hadn't uh, realized to the couple of stories I was going to bring you right now. Do we have time? Yeah, I guess we do. Um, and that's that generally speaking, conservatism, healthy conservatism, smart conservatism, is all about reality. You've just got to deal with reality. And often, progressivism is about dreaming. And if dreams are connected to reality, they're a good thing. I mean, aspirations. If you can be both a realist and think, let's see, what could we do? That's a good thing. But my problem with so much of progressivism is that it's utterly unmoored from reality. It's just fantasy land, which is why we have for many years, and we should have uh, copyrighted it, referred to California as Cal Unicornia. It's where realism goes to die. Well, Connecticut and California have a lot in common, apparently. Uh, since 1994, Hartford, Connecticut, has let Sacramento set its emission standards for passenger cars and trucks. Essentially, California passes these strict vehicle emission standards, and Connecticut just adopts them. Uh, there are actually quite a few states that do. But as the Golden State races to ban the sale of new gasoline-powered cars entirely by 2035, uh, checking my calendar, that's barely 11 years, some in Connecticut are starting to have second thoughts about riding shotgun. Although Connecticut's voluntary, ver- voluntarily complied with California's emission standards since the 90s, and then immediately knee-jerk adopted that 2035 thing, suddenly people in Connecticut are saying... Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. If we, I'm quoting a Democratic state rep here, if we adopt the legislation, we'll essentially be sort of slavishly following whatever California decides to do. They're essentially the dog, we're the tail, and we have to wag to their commands. We shouldn't be bound to every change they make because they're realizing, wait a minute, this uh, this 2035 goal is wildly, utterly fanciful, unrealizable, and borderline stupid. Um, so in Connecticut, at least, they're waking up and saying this is undoable. So apparently, and I congratulate our tiniest state. No, I guess Rhode Island is smaller, right? Our second tiniest state for waking up and, and smelling the reality. No, that's, that crap is not going to happen. California is not serious, Connecticut. Are you listening to me? When California claims this stuff, the people in charge know it's ridiculous. Now, the soft-headed voters think it's real because they're completely, it's like they're high on ether. They don't know what's real. Is this real, Daddy? That's the California voter. But no, no, Connecticut, this stuff is not serious. Don't adopt California policies. They don't work. The cynics in the Capitol know they don't work. Which brings us to this story. Progressives, the unrestrained vision of humanity, as Thomas Sowell would put it, believes that humanity is reformable. If you just preach long enough to them and indoctrinate them in schools, human beings will behave the way you want them to. Conservatives say, no, human nature doesn't change. There have always been criminals. There have always been cops. There have always been predators, thieves, beggars. There have always been losers. And you've got to design a system of incentives and disincentives that recognizes that reality. Stop dreaming that human beings are going to be angels. They ain't. To that, uh, you know, on that topic, a a bit of evidence for you from the this Wall Street Journal, I think. Yeah. Brick-filled boxes, bogus receipts, retailers battle fraudulent returns. Take a guess how much in fraudulent returns there were in 2023. People just, uh, uh, not mistakes, utterly fraudulent criminal efforts to steal uh, through return policies. $100 billion, more than $100 billion 
Some of this organized crime, a lot of it not. Including my favorite um, uh, TV boxes coming back with several bricks in them instead of TVs, so they weigh about the same. The thieves figure the boxes will be scanned and the return will be processed before anybody looks in the box. People don't change. People are scumbags. That's why there are jails. Armstrong and Getty. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences with fewer people and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited time offers today at avalonwaterways.com.